Hello, and welcome to You Should Hear This, a podcast for the everyday association professional. I'm Nick Estrada, your host. In today's episode, we have a very special guest, Michelle Mason, FASAE, CAE, President and CEO of ASAE. Before we begin, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about Michelle. As I shared, Michelle Mason serves as the President and CEO of the American Society of Association Executives, or ASAE. She's passionate about the advancement of the professional practice of association management. And prior to ASAE, Michelle served as the President and CEO of Association Forum for seven years as Managing Director of Strategy and Innovation at the American Society for Quality, ASQ, and Vice President of Strategic and Future-Focused Research Programs at ASAE. Michelle currently serves on Destinations International Foundation and Tourism Diversity Matters, TDM. Michelle is a Chicago Business Journal Women of Influence Honoree 2019, Chicago Defender Women of Excellence Honoree 2019, and the CEO Update Professional Society CEO of the Year 2020. Michelle is a Certified Association Executive, CAE, Fellow of the American Society for Association Executives, FASAE, and a Certified Quality Improvement Associate, CQIA. Thanks for being here with me today, Michelle. Thank you for having me, Nick. I'm excited for our discussion. Absolutely. So kind of what I usually ask folks here is just tell me a little bit about your association journey. How did you get to where you are today? Great question. Well, Nick, like many of my colleagues, I kind of stumbled into association management field, taking a job as a temporary staff assistant at the Chemical Manufacturers Association, now the American Chemistry Council. I didn't really know much about the industry, but as I began to learn on the job, I realized that this is a very diverse sector. It focuses on community and serving people and associations really have a huge societal impact, which is very important to me. And I really a strong responsibility when it focuses on improvement of the quality of life for many. So that is when I was destined to become a lifelong association professional. I've had numerous stops in my association journey and learned a lot everywhere I've been. This, of course, is not my first time at ASAE. I'm I call a boomerang. <laughs> I was the vice president of strategic and future focused research programs in the ASAE Foundation for a number of years. After that, I was managing director of strategy and innovation at ASQ in Milwaukee, and then seven years president and CEO of Association Forum. So I'm back here in DC at ASAE. I'm very excited. Awesome. You know, it's it, it's always interesting to talk to association professionals because I feel many of us have that kind of, we stumbled onto the field, right? Many of us didn't go to school thinking, oh, I cannot wait to be an executive director or a CEO of a nonprofit association. Um, but, you know, it's, I, I think once we find it, right, we love it and we were ready to dedicate our lives to it. I like that you use the word, we were, I was destined for association work. So that's really great. I know that you, uh, your appointment, I believe started September 1st, is that correct? That is correct. All right, so it's still pretty new. Uh, to your role, obviously, as you mentioned, right, you've been at ASE before, um, and I actually got a chance to hear you speak briefly at AMCI um, here just a, maybe a month or so ago now, um, and you mentioned that you were on a listening tour. Um, I had not really heard a CEO maybe talk about that as they kind of go on the road show maybe, right? I think maybe that's the, the phrasing I've heard before, um, and I, I really liked that that concept of how you were describing it. So can you tell us just a little bit about 
um, what you mean by a listening tour, what are you hoping to gain, and, and why is that an important first step for you as the president and CEO? Oh, great. Well, yes, I am in the midst of a listening tour, and it's really designed to help me understand the perceptions and the needs of ASAE's key stakeholders, including members, volunteer leaders, industry partners, and staff. I've talked to a lot of folks so far, and you know, it's been very, it's been a very engaging experience to just hear direct from the voice of the member. It's helpful to me during my onboarding process. ASAE has a new strategy, um, and as I shape my leadership priorities, feedback is very helpful um, to me in understanding what our members want and need and how to be responsible in servicing those needs, um, being responsive. So I believe in serving leadership. And so everything I do is really intended to position ASAE to help leaders be more effective as they navigate this period of uncertainty. Um, and, you know, I believe I'm a good listener, but I'm also a good responder as well. And I think that's what we need at this point in time in ASAE's history. Great. Thank you. So, you know, you kind of mentioned that you're you're hoping to get good information from the variety of stakeholders that exist within the ASE landscape. Um, you know, what are you hoping to bring back and how can that help you be a responder to some of the things that they might be saying? Sure. Well, my appointment as uh, CEO was not only um, was not the only change at ASAE. There have been so much that um, will position us for growth in the future. And so, what I'm hoping to gain back from this is, you know, what is the future direction of ASAE that will be relevant to members real time? We learned last year that was a great reset. We learned that there's no business as usual. And so being in the field, listening, understanding members, building a culture around that so that we are responsive, we're agile, so that we can maintain a level of relevancy is very important. And just staying close to the member, the customer, and, and the team, uh, I think is critical because we understand the value of relationships. So we know the past few years have been pretty devastating. And um, as we look to rebuild um, as an organization, it's just important to, to have that process in place and it be systematic. So I've been meeting with industry partners. I've been meeting with the consultants, other stakeholders. And what that helps me to understand are, as I mentioned, what are some, what are the, the pressing issues and how might ASAE uh, be able to deliver and servicing our member needs? So uh, what I've heard so far is that, you know, members are very anxious to meet again in person. And we've been able to do that safely here. Uh, just in September, we had a summit award dinner. We had about 550 people in that one case. Of, of COVID reported. So it is very exciting. So again, listening, putting the appropriate processes in place and delivering, understanding what the concerns are, working in collaboration and partnership with our members, we can make amazing things happen. Yeah. And I think it's really exciting to hear you talk about that that's the approach you all are taking, because I think, right, as I then look up to ASAE and then out at my own associations that I'm working with, um, I think it helps us to say, all right, if you've modeled this for us, this is how I can try to achieve it with my own associations, right? Which is is part of what ASE is around to do, right? To right. showcase and be the leader in the space. And then we say, okay, now let's take 
bits and parts and pieces of that and what works for my own associations in, in my area. So um, thank you. That's, I mean, yeah, I, I, it's really nice. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. That's a good point because it also helps me to identify new leaders, volunteer leaders in the field, right? So leaders yeah. like you and how do we, you engage and how do we start to build that new pipeline of leadership that will service and, and give back to the association in years to come. So Yes. Yeah. And especially as I think right, those volunteers are likely looking for something different because as you mentioned, right, it's not business as usual anymore. It's not, we put out the call out for volunteers and they all flood in and then we appoint you and you're here for a year and you, you do your charge. Right. So there's a lot of new things um, that are coming. I I anticipate. So, you know, you've mentioned the last year, right. Changed quite a few things and COVID obviously hit before you started at ASAE, but what trends and impacts um, do you see um, maybe from COVID um, for ASAE, the association space that are, are going to continue on past kind of this, this time frame? Yeah, well, you know, it's really interesting. Yesterday, I did a session about this for the International Congress and Convention Association. And so the, there are, I will say this, associations have proven they're uh, very agile and resilient. We pivoted uh, without notice last year, and there are so many innovations that we can now point to. And my hope is that we take those innovations and we take uh, the the ability to take risk into future years. So that would be my would be my hope there. But the trends that I really that resonated with me as I was delivering my remarks came from a McKinsey study. And there are eight trends that uh, we've identified, but I'll just kind of say, a, you know, mention a few here. We know innovation, innovation, innovation. We are now forced with identifying new revenue sources, um, meetings being a, a very important component of our revenue stream has changed. It's changed mm-hmm. our pricing models, it's changed everything. So we need to be innovative in all of our practices. Um, as I mentioned, the agility piece is key, as well as partnerships and collaboration. Um, partnering, leveraging resources are, are critical. Um, as we know, resources are very constrained these days. We know last year uh, was the acceleration of this, this the, the movement around diversity, equity, and inclusion. So that is more than a trend. That is just how to do business, smart business strategy. For us at ASAE, we are... Uh, focusing on a a strategic approach to diversity, equity, and inclusion called conscious inclusion. We can speak more about that later. Uh, Sustainability, the environment is critical. Um, Organizational culture, uh, because we are now uh, remote and we know we'll not go back to 2019 and beyond. I mean, in in the past, uh, we know that we need to think about the future of work, which is another trend. We need to think about how do we engage, retain, support the best talent. And we need to demonstrate flexibility. We need to demonstrate agility and really take off the traditional blinders that we've once, you know, had more right there. And, uh, you know, another one, you know, is building community. It's about relationships and it's about, you know, uh, how do you uh, build those relationships and leverage them for the greater good? Um, so there are just a few trends uh, that I think are, are important. But um, for us, is is really as I shared this listening tour and organizing our culture. We're always responsive. We're understanding, and we're just helping our members navigate this unknown. You know, you mentioned that there's 
you know, quite a few things that I think two or three years ago, we would have said like that model is not going to change, right? Like yeah. it's going to be what it is, right? You're going to be in the office all the time. Yeah. We might have a remote worker every now and then, um, you know, but nine to five, we need you here. Right. Um, as you think about those, what are, you know, so that the DEI stuff, sustainability, um, different revenue streams, is there one of those trends that, you know, maybe you think that if a, an association doesn't embrace the change that might be coming around that specific trend, um, they might lose some of their relevance? Well, you know, the one trend that we didn't, I didn't touch on was this whole digital first organization trend, um, being digital, omni-channel, really looking at a multi-phase approach to delivering on the member experience using a variety of channels, in-person, digital, hybrid. Um, it helps us reach a broader audience, but also is it requires a level of of expertise that we probably didn't have resident on our staff in the past. So as we're looking at hiring trends and we're looking at retaining the best talent, we just need to think different about who, um, who, who, who we hire and how they're going to help advance this new mission of the organizations that we serve. So I, I think that's going to be here to stay. And I think we're going to learn a lot from it and there'll be a lot of innovative practices um, as a result. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so definitely some new skill sets that I think we need mm -hmm. to be thinking about when we we hire. So when we look at our job descriptions, right? Don't just post what we had before. We've got to really look at those again. Yeah, and then and even with hiring, hire hire for curiosity, right? Mm -hmm. Hire for risk taking. Hire uh, hire for entrepreneurial thinking. Uh, those are are important skill sets to have on our team. You, so you mentioned those. What does that, if you're hiring for those things, what does that look like? I think you can pick that up in behavioral interviewing, right? You can get examples from, you know, the, the mm -hmm. candidate and when they have taken a risk and, and how do they respond to that and what was the outcome. So I think it'll, it'll manifest in different ways depending on what your organization needs or what at that time. Great. You know, I've thought a lot about um, ASEs, Foresight Works, Drivers of Change, um, and, and how I think that's also gotten a lot of other people thinking differently about the future. Right? We just talked about those trends. So keeping that in mind um, and taking this maybe to the individual person, but what are some skills that you think association professionals today need to make sure they have in their tool belt, tool belt um, to be really prepared for the future? Uh, you know, listening is a good skill. As I, as I share, listening and truly understand what your customer is telling you and then also monitoring your behaviors is <laughs> <laughs> a, a key indicator this year. Um, we also need to be adaptable and ready for the opportunity when it manifests. Association leaders need to be consistently scanning for new opportunities to drive growth and engagement and uh, be able to fill that need. So, you know, the, the curiosity, the, the risk taking, the entrepreneurial thinking, that's become, I think, critical in the future. Uh, we need to look at our core offerings and how well they'll meet the members, you know, customer evolving needs. We need to really have those who are able to help us consider, you know, what's really not working. Right, mm -hmm. being able to have a discipline around that. So that's going to be very important. Um, there's no denying that we're uh, still in a race for relevance, and there are always non traditional competitors entering the market. And uh, we need to be able to kind of promise and deliver on our member needs, right, to, mm -hmm. to satisfy that. So, so I think that's, uh, that's important uh, as we look at the future. 
And then, and again, as I mentioned, you know, everything that we we do, the strategies that we have, really center around inclusiveness is really, you know. And then, as I mentioned earlier, being very conscious about our inclusion strategies moving forward will be uh, will be very important culturally for an organization. Yeah, I think that's a, a great choice of word there, right? And I, you know, it, words have power, right? Words have meaning, and so I think choosing the word conscious there, I think, is really impactful, and I that. That makes me excited to hear that um, for ASAE. It's not just it's diversity is important to us, right? It's a, it's a conscious choice. And I think that that um, is a really neat concept when you think about inclusion. Um, so happy to hear. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I think just as you're, you're talking about some of these pieces too, right? Like um, as we think about our core offerings, as we think about our programming, as the, the member needs and benefits that are out there, right? Do you think this is the kind of year that if like something's not working, this is the year to get rid of it and replace it with something that is more important or more impactful? Oh, absolutely. This is the year. I mean, last year was a year to really look at your business model, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> For sure. If you, had a, if you had a year to innovate, be creative, take risks, fail fast, it was last year. But absolutely, look at your business models, uh, look at your economic models, you know, test, experiment. But I also believe that associations should always be in that mindset of testing, experimenting, and sharing what they've learned with others. And we cannot, as I share with the team here, let the enemy of Good be great. Mm-hmm. You have to be uncomfortable being uncomfortable. And uh, because we're all, you know, last year was this level set. We're all on the same page to a degree now and we're all learning together. And we mm-hmm. should be comfortable with that. Yeah, I love that. So pivoting maybe here really quickly then to so ASAE specifically, uh, right, where you're a membership organization as well. Uh, so what are just some of the best ways if, if folks are not familiar um, with ASE's offerings and all the resources that you have? What are some of the best ways that somebody can maximize um, the resources that you all provide? Well, you know, the best way, there's so many different channels. As I mentioned, you know, we're really focused on this omni-channel approach, which is a key business strategy for us. So I would say one of the best ways to maximize uh, their member experience is to get involved and to volunteer, uh, to use us as a resource to create their communities that are, are relevant and important to them. And we will do that. We know we want to focus on listening to the member, understanding the experiences that are most important because we understand too, while we, you know, we have 40, over 48,000 members, we recognize that, you know, we have a, a, a large community to serve, but we also understand that we are, in some cases, more alike than we are different, mm-hmm. you know? And so uh, we want to be able to create a curate experiences that are meaningful and create that sense of belonging within ASAE. We have products and services that we will deliver um, over the coming years that will really focus on helping members real time, just in time, solve some of these complex um, issues that we are uh, faced with and also help to navigate uh, change um, in, in the future but most importantly, learning from um, each other. So, you know, as you know, we have a great website. We have these more tactical things, but I would say to truly benefit from your experience here, get involved, be engaged, uh, lend your expertise to help us become a better community, a better association. Yeah, and and I have volunteered for a small piece, and so I'll just share my experience, right? There's um, 
on the collaborate area, I believe there's, you can find these like micro volunteering opportunities. And I always think that that that's actually something I've used for now. One of my associations, because I was like, Oh, I really appreciated the ability to say I can do something for two hours and then I'm done. Right. right? But that introduced me to some additional um, professionals that were out there. And, and so I think for others that are listening today, like be thinking about that, right. You don't have to serve on a committee through the whole year. Um, Find something that you can do an hour. You can review something. I know you guys have lots of programs that need Mm -hmm. reviewers for. And so that is a great opportunity if you can get engaged in one of those ways, just to start what that process looks like. Yeah, it's, it is so true. I mean, it's about community and content, and that will definitely enhance your member experience and uh, in learning, right? Learning from others, peer-to-peer yeah. learning is so effective. Absolutely. All right. As we close, um, a new question that I'm starting to ask some of our speakers. So what's your best piece of advice to the everyday association professional, you know, maybe what's something you wish you'd known when you were younger, uh, when you were first starting out in the industry, um, just some some advice that we can give them. You know, I, I, you know, I put a lot of value in community. And so I would say, take advantage of this community, which is a rich resource. It helped me get to where I am today. There's so many uh, leaders in this community that have taken the time to mentor me and lend and help me with their their um, expertise. And that's the one great thing that we have about associations. When we think about the definition of an association, um, a group of people joined together for a common purpose, that's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that you know, we can all help each other get to where we need to be and, and showing and showing grace and, and being open uh, and being open to that. So it's about community. It's about collaboration. It's about giving back uh, in order to, uh, to, to receive the, the full benefit in this industry. Thank you. Words of wisdom. For sure. <laughs> Build those communities early and I think invest in them, right? Keep them yeah. going. So thank you. Thank you those relationships. Absolutely. Well, Michelle, thank you so much um, for spending you. some time with me today. I know you're very busy, but we really appreciate you um, spending some time with us today to share your expertise and kind of the outlook for the future. Um, if folks are interested in connecting with you, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? Just send me an email, um, mmason at asaecenter.org. I'm always open to connecting and uh, you never know where the next big idea idea will come from. But I really appreciate your time, Nick, and I'm glad we had this conversation today. Absolutely. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of You Should Hear This. If you have any questions you'd like answered or future topics you'd like us to explore, please send us an email at info at isae.org.